Hello and welcome to the third episode of this podcast. We already went through a name change because I'm such a great researcher and did not realize someone had the same name. With that being said, the new name is Casual Crew and I'm the host Fletcher Wartig and I have Colin and Ricky joining me today. There's so much to talk about in the NBA with the trade deadline finishing up last Thursday. That is the only topic we will be talking about because it was so wild. Let's get into it. Welcome back. We got Ricky and Colin. Say what's up. What's up? Yo. All right. Uh, Today we're talking trade deadline because there was so much that happened. Um, It was kind of crazy, actually. Um, Kind of the first big one, uh, I mean, really Hachimura got traded uh, earlier or later in July or January. Damn. (laughs) January. Uh, That was kind of like big, but it wasn't super crazy because we talked about it last time. The first big one was Kyrie to the Mavericks. Um, it was, the full trade was Kyrie and Marcus Morris to the Mavs. And the Nets got Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first-round pick, uh, and then two future second-round picks. What do you guys think about that trade? Um, I feel like it's kind of a one-year type of thing. They're just test-driving Kyrie to see how he works along with Luka. And it's going to keep Luka happy in the meantime, like, Mark Cuban's going to show him, like, well, I'm trying to get you a star that, like, fits with you. But I don't know if it's, like, if it was a big enough move to where, like, it changes anything for them, given the rest of everything that we'll get into. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when it first happened, I was like, I like to trade a lot. It was it was pretty nice. And then kind of everything else transpired for the West. And now it's like, did they really even get that much better? But, um. Kind of to go off what you were saying, I feel like they do keep Kyrie. I don't think it's really a one-year thing just because Kyrie wanted the extension with the Nets. And I think whatever team traded for him knew that. Because I don't think the Mavs are trying to get, like, one-year deals with Luka. I think they're trying to get long-term guys just because he's Luka. Well, yeah. I just I, Do you think Kyrie wants to stay there, though? Because like, he's a free agent. Like, I think he's like... going wherever the money is. That's what I'm saying, though. Like He lost the Nike deal, dude. He's struggling right now. No, yeah. that's true. But, like, do you think, like, if you're Mark Cuban and them, do you risk paying Kyrie given his track record? Um, I mean, that's, like, the big question. Um, I would say probably not, but uh, it's a little, I don't know. If he's happy, he might switch up. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it was the right trade though. It was a, I think it was a big enough trade, but I don't know if another guard, a ball dominant guard, was the right move. Yeah, I that's where I think the biggest problem. I is. think Luca is so ball dominant, and that's where he's best. Um, so I was thinking like maybe another big alongside Christian Wood would help more, yeah. or maybe like a three. I just don't know what market was there was for like. Solid threes, because really he could have used like a uh, Mikael Bridges, but like yeah, there's no way like Suns match making a trade together. No, just like not a chance. Yeah, or an OG, but the Raptors. We'll get into that too. The Raptors didn't do anything either. Yeah, the Raptors did absolutely nothing, which was kind of hilarious. But um, except for that mini Spurs grab. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that one was kind of a big one. Um, 
I do think it's going to cause problems for them just because they're both ball-dominant guards and they're just going to be, like, fighting over it. And I've seen, like, Mavs fans be like, oh, like, who who's going to guard who? And I'm like, I don't know. This is the NBA. This isn't, like, high school ball. Like, Yeah, like, um... I also think some people kind of underrate Luka as a defender. I don't think he's great, but... Yeah. I don't think he's awful. I, I meant, like, who is going to uh, like you can guard stop them. them both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, somebody's yeah. going to eat no matter what. Well, I mean, Luka won't have to drop 50, 15, and 10 anymore, but... Right. I still think you'll have to go 35. I think they both got to average, sure, like, 70-plus yeah. points together. Yeah. I don't know, though. Just come playoff time, I feel like... Like, they're just going to take turns, like, double-teaming, like, whoever the matchups are. Yeah, I think just, come playoffs, it's not going to work out like everybody thinks it will. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, Luke was feasting. Yeah. But then, like, given the right matchups, and matchups kill in the playoffs, and if you can neutralize them both and force, like, Reggie Bullock to shoot, yeah. then, like, you know, it's... He's streaky, but he's not going to win you a game. No, exactly. Maybe, maybe one game, but it's not going to be enough. True. Could be a nice little gentleman's, but... We'll have to see. Let's see if they did. Kyrie played ball out in his first game, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think it'll work out for them to some degree. I just don't think it'll be, like, anything super special. Yeah. Just because, did they pick up any bigs? Because it's just Christian Wood, right? Yeah, it's just Christian and Wood. Then I guess Maxi Kleber's coming back, but, I mean, he's nothing special either. They yeah. still have JaVale McGee or not? Uh, I want to say they traded him, or were shopping him i don't i don't know we have the whole the whole thing there was so much there was so some trades that were missed so we'll, was we'll he find on that team out. to start the year though he was it was okay. yeah he just wasn't really playing much okay okay i got you um we'll get into the next one kind of we'll probably circle back to Kyrie just because it was kind of a big one but uh the heat and their only trade dwayne deadman to the Spurs. <laughs> there was a report that um, Pat Riley was, the organization was making trade, but they couldn't go through with it because he was asleep, which is so bad because the Heat really needed to make moves, especially with the East getting a lot easier. Do you think that easier, though? Yeah, oh yeah. The Nets aren't the Nets. The, I think the Nets are still going to be good, but I think the Heater beat the Nets. I mean, I guess, yeah, but when it comes down to it, like, um, they, I wasn't picturing them matching up with the, um, with the Nets in, like, either the first or second round. There's more like they're going to match up with either the, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Bucks, or even the Cavs. Yeah. And so, like, as far as those ones, like, I don't know if it necessarily got weaker. I think, like, maybe the bottom half got weaker. So you can climb in, like, rankings or seeding, I guess. But, um, just, I don't know if it got, like, necessarily weaker. Cause, like, I love the Heat, but they match up with the Celtics first round. I could. Oh, I could well, yeah. I mean, if they, <laughs> if they match up Celtics, <laughs> if any team matches up Celtics first round, they're, I, I don't know. Celtics are. My pick for going it, but I do think uh, I do think it got easier because the Heat have playoff experience. The Seventy Sixers just always seem to choke in the playoffs. Actually, that's th- the the Cavs play. are still like kind of like inexperienced. They have Donovan now, but I don't know. I still feel like the Heat in 
a full series can give them a run. But like I don't I don't know now. They didn't make any trades and they're not playing very well right now. Yeah, no, that's true. So I don't know. That's kinda that's kinda the big problem I think for me that they had. I know it does hurt that they didn't like make anything make any moves to get better, but I understand why because like Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because um you just like if you try to trade anything, you'd probably go to, like, Tyler Hero. Nobody really wants Duncan Robinson. Yeah. And then Kyle Lowry's just expensive in his own self. Yeah. So it just kind of sucks that you got to stick with what you got. Yeah. Do you think Pat Riley wasn't worried? Because if uh, he falls asleep on the deadline I day. think he's old as hell, bro. Yeah, but you got a, you got an hour left in the deadline. I feel like that's just no stress. I'm shocked he hasn't retired, dude. I think... I think probably he isn't stressed because um, he just wants to like he wants to like see it through again. Because I mean, if you go back to last year, it's if he Jimmy hits that three, it's they're in the finals and yeah. they like run it back with the same squad. It's a what if game at this point. But right. Then I think he'll realize in the off season that he needs to make a move to get Jimmy some help because like playoff Jimmy's different. But I don't know how much longer he can beat playoff Jimmy. Yeah, for sure. And Bam has a few good games, and then he's non-existent. Inconsistent as hell. Yeah. Yeah, the Heat needed to do some stuff and then didn't. But we'll move on. Uh, the Kings added Kessler Edwards. Meh. That's Ooh. like, yeah. That's, <laughs> like, that's like nothing because of everything that happened. The Raptors did make one trade. They got Jacob Podol. Um, it's a double-double machine. Yeah, but well, I don't think that does anything for them. Nope, they're still getting swept. Um, <laughs> the Spurs did receive uh, a 21st round, 2024 first-round pick, though, which the Raptors, I feel like, gave up kind of a lot. They gave up two second-round picks. That is a lot. And a first-round pick, and then some dude I've never even heard of, Kem Birch. Yeah, uh, I know. Seeing that trade was just weird because the Raptors aren't like no, crazy not good, yeah. but like they'll they'll scrappily get like swept. Yeah, like every game will probably be like a five point margin. Yeah, but it's just weird that like they didn't decide to blow it up, and they have to pay everybody next year, like Trent. I think Siakam, eventually, everyone's in like contracts. Even Portal or yeah. Jacob Portal, everyone's like due for a contract. So it's gonna get super interesting to see what they do. Yeah, that was kind of wild to me, but uh. Let's move on to a very big one. Um, this one was kind of crazy. I was at a concert, and then I didn't have any service, and then randomly someone in line was like, Russ just got traded to the Jazz. And I was like, no way. And turns out he did. Um, here's the full trade details. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, or the Lakers received D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. The Timberwolves received Mike Conley. Nicole Alexander, uh, Alexander Walker, uh, 2024 second round, 2025 second round, 2026 second round. Then the Jazz receive Russ, uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and a 2027 first round pick from the Lakers. That one was kind of crazy. What are your guys' thoughts? Feel bad for Russ. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Feel really bad for Russ, but... Um, he there's... hates the Jazz. Yeah. Hates him. Jazz hates him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's also going to get bought out, and then he'll join somebody else. Yeah, I saw that he was open to staying, so I'm curious to see if he actually does. Weird. Yeah. If he stays and they make the playoffs, I'm, I kind of hope the Lakers don't, just because of that. Yeah. 
just to spite time, them. Just to spite them, but you do. And then I also hope the Timberwolves don't make it. Yeah, I'd rather the Lakers make it before the Timberwolves, though, if I had to pick. Yes. Yeah. Or I guess your Thunder. Your Thunder, too. Yeah, I mean. Looking pretty good. Yeah, shout out my Thunder, bro. <laughs> LeBron don't got shit. <laughs> but, Scored um, the most points ever and still can't beat us. But um, I think it was a a good trade for everybody. Yeah, I agree. Like I like D'Lo back in LA. Yeah, I did too. You heard his new nickname? Reloading. Yeah, that's it's, it's, hard. It's pretty yeah. tough. It's pretty tough. Yeah, I do think that uh, definitely gets the Lakers a lot better because I also like Malik Beasley uh, and Jerry Vanderbilt. Yeah, it definitely gives them depth that they did not have whatsoever. Yeah, their bench players can be bench players now. They don't have to be uh-huh. starters. Yeah, and your starters. Literally, you got starters now, which is just good for LeBron. Yeah, I do think that, like you said, kind of takes the pressure off of a lot of the starters who shouldn't be starters. Did you see that they had what twenty nine different starting lineups this year? Damn, dude! I believe already, it. I believe it. I already, believe that one hundred percent. That's insane. That that just tells you where the Lakers are at. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for Braun just because uh, that's a tough situation to be in. But yeah, somebody just know. needs to yell at AD though. Yeah, get his head out of his ass. Yeah, for real. They'd be they'd be a lot better. Yeah, I do like. Um, I don't know. I do think the Timberwolves didn't really get much out of that. Like Mike Conley, solid. But I think he's just so going to be old, there. Though. Yeah. I think, I think he's, he's like, he's still got it, kind of. He was an all-star last year, but. Yeah. I feel like they just needed a floor general. Yeah. Because Anthony Edwards, like, D'Angelo Russell's good, but I don't think he's, like, a floor general no. like Conley. No. And, like, you can get Gobert to his spots or use him in the pick and roll a little bit better and then get Cat to his spots more mm-hmm. specifically. And he'll I, play defense. I do, yeah, I do think Mike Conley and Gobert liked each other. Yeah. The only. Jazz player to like go bear. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think they'll just be. I think their offense will be a little more consistent. Yeah, but other than that, I don't think it's a huge move up. Yeah, another thing to note is this is the first of many second round picks to be announced. It's got Timber- tossed around. Dude. Yeah, like fucking candy. Yeah, they uh, there were three the Timberwolves received. Um. I just think second rounds are pretty irrelevant, especially twenty twenty six one. Like that's a freshman in high school or a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like I don't know. Second and how many second round players do you know? I can only name so many and it's only because that's literally their like whole storyline to mm-hmm. them is like oh Draymond's a or Dray I have no idea. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dre first. I might be wrong. I thought he was second. Uh, Like Isaiah Thomas was like, you know, the last pick. Like that's his whole thing. I don't know. There's just not many second round picks that are good. So I I do think trading them as draft comp is good. Uh, Like the Jazz traded two of them, and then the Lakers traded one, and the Timberwolves got all three of those. Just like, I think that's hilarious to me. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Thinking yeah. about, like, all the trades that they've made. Uh-huh. To get where they're at, just get seconds. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, I do think the Jazz... Jazz are just stacking first-round picks. Dude, um, who's their GM? He's the bo- he was the Boston one on that side. Um, uh, What's his name? It starts with the... Isn't it Danny Ainge? Yeah. 
Danny Ainge, yeah, dude, he loves dude, draft first picks. Round, first round picks, bro. But he doesn't even guru. do anything. I'll I'll give him Tatum and Brown. That's it. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty far. If you I know, me. but they were they were like certified top three picks, you know. Well, so yeah, like, but like, it was, like I see. super hard to miss on those. But how often do people hit? You know I, mean? I mean, top three. Hopefully, you hit quite a bit. I mean, look at the Sixers. They got him beat. And then Simmons, and then Fultz. Okay. Yeah. Kind of... <laughs> you know what I mean? They they feel like weird cases there. No, but like I mean, I feel like we could do a track record too, to because for Danny Age in general. To no, like I mean, at it. I yeah, I mean, you can argue either way. I don't think it's really resulted to much because he's not even there anymore. That's true. Yeah, he got all those, but like. I don't even think he made the executive picks because he was out of there. Yeah. He just likes stacking them and then doesn't trade them. I remember so many years. I mean, like, Tatum and Brown are good, but, like, to this point, outside of the finals last year, they haven't really done anything as players. Well, they're, they're still young, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's still time. I'm not saying they, like, are done. Their window's yeah. closed. But, like, um, I feel like Danny Ainge, there were so many times I remember he would, like, Go to the trade deadline, like thinking he's gonna trade at all these first round picks because they were already a number one team. They didn't need the first overall pick, and then he never did. And then freaking ends up getting, you know. True, I see what you're saying. Just like nothing out saying. of it. Because like, if you draft those first round picks, first round picks in their whiffs, like let somebody yeah. else whiff and get you get a star. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Exactly. But I, just, I don't know. Yeah, so that's kind of the Jazz's story. They got Russ. Kind of interested to see what they do. Haven't heard anything, really. I feel like the most of the players that get traded and bought out will probably happen after the All-Star break. All-Star break, yeah. Um, but not sure. Um, moving on, though. Uh, there was a four-team trade where the Nuggets received Thomas Bryant from the Lakers. The Lakers received Mo Bamba, Devon Reed, and a second-round pick. The Clippers received Bones Highland, and the Magic received Patrick Beverly, a second-round pick, and cash, cash considerations. Colin, what do, you, what do you think about that trade? I was surprised that Thomas Bryant wanted out. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I guess not surprised because the minutes with AD and stuff like that. He wanted a bigger role, but right. I don't know. I, out of everybody on that team, I didn't think he would request a trade. Yeah. And I was surprised they moved Pat Bev, honestly. Yeah, I was kind of surprised, especially with all the other trades they made. It. But, I don't know, apparently Mo Bamba, I think they, I don't know. That was, I don't really understand the trade at all for the Lakers here, but um, I do think some other teams benefited from this. Yeah, I'm surprised the Nuggets traded Bones, too. Yeah, I mean, our roommate, Ben, is a big uh, Denver fan, so he was kind of keeping up with it, and it seemed like there was, like, tension in the locker room and stuff, but uh, it is kind of it's kind of weird. But one thing that we're going to get into later that I do think the Nuggets did um, very well was they did pick up a back, backup point guard or planning to in yeah. Reggie Jackson. Um, but... I do think it's funny. Thomas Bryant did request a trade, and then for more playing time, still. and then to be a backup still. Jokic has been like on and off the court, but uh, it is kind of funny to me that he's gonna be a backup now. But 
I do like Bones to the Clippers. I hope he gets a good role, especially with, like, John Wall being out. I hope he kind of takes over that backup point guard type thing. Um, and, I don't know, kind of the magic. I don't really see what they got from that at all. They got a second-round pick in cash considerations, and then are talking about buying out Pat Bev. So I think they maybe just didn't want Mo Bamba anymore, which... Have they even done anything? Nah, he, he's missed like the last three years. Yeah. So. I know he started a brawl, but that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that was a good swap for the Lakers because I feel like Thomas Bryant's way better. And why would you have a backup center who can barely stand the court to a center that can already barely stand? solid minutes. Yeah. And also, like, AD can barely stay on the court. So you got two centers. On your roster, and uh, neither one. Thomas Bryant. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Thomas Bryant wanted out, so I kind of get trading him. But I don't know. Thomas Bryant's on like a freaking cheap ass deal. Yeah, I feel like his minutes. I feel like for him mentally too are gonna feel more useful on the Nuggets. Yeah, for sure. Because even if his minutes drop, I feel like his stats will be better just because he'll have a bigger role being that center guy. Definitely. But um, that Bev trade was funny because he was so excited to have D'Angelo Russell on his team. Yeah. And then got traded like 30 yeah, minutes later. literally. That's happened a few times to Bad Bev. That <laughs> uh, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Poor guy. But um, Anyways, we'll move on. Uh, there are a few kind of little ones. The Hawks and Rockets made some trades for some veterans and some nobodies. Uh, the Suns made a trade uh, with the... Thunder, um, I kind of like that as a Thunder fan. I'll just say something real quick. Darius Basley was kind of just a non-existent role player, and we got Dario Sarge, who's like was kind of a backup on the Suns. I do think he'll add like some veteran stuff, but we got like a twenty twenty nine second round pick. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that they're trading those out already. I think. Yeah, dude. How do they? I can't trade that shit, Madden. Yeah, or two K. I'm pretty sure. Why? Why can the NBA, dude? That's not fair. Oh, do you think there should be like a like a four year window? Yeah, for I mean, your picks? yeah, but like, how do you know? And a second round too. I wouldn't take a twenty nine second round pick. No, right. I mean, I'm sure the Suns would like just fucking take it. But, well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would just not like <laughs> yeah. that too. Uh, and then we got cast considerations because we needed more of that. Um, here's a big one though that kind of happened, and it's only big because it might not even go through. But um, it was a four-team trade where the Pistons received James Wiseman from the Warriors, the Warriors received Gary Payton from the Trailblazers, uh, and then three additional future second-round picks from Atlanta. The Atlanta Hawks received Sadiq Bey from the Pistons, and then the Trailblazers received Kevin Knox and five future second-round picks. They were eight second-round picks in this trade, and they might not even happen now. Because... Gary Payton failed his physical for the Warriors. Um, It sounds like from the rumors that he was playing while he was still still injured. And there's rumors going around that he was, like, taking shots of steroids or whatever and and trying to play through it. Uh, His agent said that's not the case, so we don't really know. But it is kind of interesting that failed. So we'll kind of see what goes on there. We haven't heard anything yet that that trade will go through, but I'm pretty sure they have. 
what? I thought they had until I thought they had until yesterday. yesterday so, yeah. okay. I was reading into that, and it looks like it's gone through. Okay. But what the Warriors are trying to do is they're trying to find a way to get some of their seconds back mm. because of, like, Trailblazers' faults, you know? Okay. So, like, they're basically trying to fleece Portland, right. which, is, which is hilarious. But, um... I mean, I don't blame well, Portland. Them. Yeah, no, do I don't blame Because like I guess in the trade talks, they didn't uh, mention that he was not cleared. Yeah. So, but, um, I mean... Looking at the trade, I like the trade, I think, for, for more... Like, I love it for James Wiseman just because he can't develop in Golden State. Yeah, for sure. Golden State, you have to be ready to play. And if you're not ready to play, you're not going to get minutes. Yeah. The only problem with going to Detroit is I feel like, uh, I think it's a rookie, like a Jalen Duran or whatever. He's playing pretty solid at mm-hmm. the post. So the window for He's him, like 18. Yeah. So like the window for like Wiseman to get minutes there is going to be rocky because mm-hmm. if you're developing somebody who's younger than James and has a healthier track record already, yeah. like there's no reason to put him in there. Yeah. But it's funny because the Pistons love second second overall picks because like they also got Marvin Bagley from the Kings. Mm-hmm. Seeing something panned out for them, but then Sadiq Bay going to the Hawks just makes that team way more offensive. Yeah, not doesn't necessarily help the defense, but I think he's an upgrade for sure over yeah. DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, I and agree. The Warriors are just funny because I feel like there's a way they probably could have just kept Gary Payton and paid him. Yeah, and given their the five hundred million luxury tax already, dude. But yeah, given the fact that they're just trading, got got him back. Yeah. But I was reading some things that they saved money too trading James Wiseman. Yeah. I don't exactly remember how much, but yeah, because he was a second round pick, he had a massive rookie contract, and as like as contracts work, you get paid the longer you are with the team, or the longer the contract lasts. Yeah. So it's getting up there in the years. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think it's funny. The Trailblazers, I feel like, got nothing out of that. Kevin Knox has been, like, he was pretty hyped up out of college, was nothing for the Knicks, was nothing for, what was he, on the Pistons? The Pistons, yeah. Yeah, was nothing on the Pistons. And then now he's going to the Blazers. The Blazers could use him effectively somehow. I just don't really see it happening. Honestly, I don't know how yeah. given that the other guy that they got too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I guess he could help the 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 bench, I guess. But yeah. even then, I don't think there's better bench players out there, like Gary Payne, per se. Yeah, for just, sure. Just to think about it. What, what do you think? I don't know. I kind of like Kevin Knox to Portland. But how come? I don't think he's gonna do a whole lot, but <clears throat> I don't know. It just fits. I, I'm pretty sure they also got Cam Reddish. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, for some reason, I, I'm a still a big believer in Cam Reddish. I am too. I loved him. Not Mitchell. on the Knicks, I wasn't. But yeah, no, I didn't want him on the Knicks. And where was he before? He got drafted by the Hawks. Yeah, I didn't oh, like yeah, him in Atlanta Hawks. either. Dude, the Hawks are hilarious. They just keep drafting the same style of player, mm-hmm. and then trade him. <laughs> Yeah, no, they really do. They it's love hilarious. offense yeah. so much. They love this 3 and D guy. Cam Reddish wasn't super D. He was just 3. Yeah. Um, but DeAndre Hunter was, like, this 3 and D guy. Definitely was, like, kind of a reach or a project guy, but mm-hmm. they threw him right in mm-hmm. and kind of seen the same mistakes. But I, I still think the Blazers need another star, though. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the Mavs. I think they need a big or a 3 mm-hmm. to help out Dame. Well, I, 
Go ahead. Uh, I like. I wish I would have gotten a big. Given the moves they've made. Yeah. All they're really missing is a big now, because um, do you care if I say the other trade? Go know. for it. I mean, like we're them, gonna get to it. Yeah. Eventually, so. Them getting Thibault, I thought was huge. Yeah. For sure. He'll. I think either him that or Cam should be, start. Yeah. yeah. Who's talking about? Um, he'll start at the three, then you got Grant at the four. Mm-hmm. The only weak spot in that starting lineup now is the five, and that's Nurkic. And he's not a slouch. Yeah, I, I think Nurk adds a lot because he's kind of that Steven Adams where, like, uh, Afrini Simmons can just roll off the screens like John Morant does mm-hmm. with, you know, him. He just doesn't add, like, he's like a poor man's Steven Adams. So oh, we're doing, we're yeah, doing we're doing that. that yeah. doing that. We're doing that. Okay. <laughs> but, like, um, I just think about it, like, the defensive aspect. I think Steven Adams is a better defender. Yeah. And he's just no, bigger in general. Poor man's, bro. That's an accurate. That's a story. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's probably accurate. But um, I just um, I just wish that's the one area where they would have. Because I think that's the one spot, like, if, like, the Blazers had Gobert, even though I hate Gobert, like, that'd be the one place he'd probably fit well. I, I do think the Blazers would benefit from, like, adding, like, a Porzingis-type player. Like, uh, because Porzingis isn't great defensively. He's just massive. But I feel like he stretches the floor. That's fair. And then you don't have a center in the middle. And then oh, try and guard Damian and Anthony. and Anthony. I see what you're saying. Like, I see what you're saying. I feel like spreading the floor with them, like doing a five-out type offense, would benefit them so much. How I wouldn't know how to freaking guard them. No, that's a good point. Especially if you don't have someone, you know, there. But because it when Porzingis was on the Mavs, that worked out super well with Luca. But Porzingis didn't like his role or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, we'll move on to kind of a slept-on trade because <laughs> there was That's so insane, much. bro. Yeah. Um, Josh Richardson got traded from Spurs to the Pelicans, um, and then the Spurs received Devontae Graham, and then four second-round picks, and they just go all the way up to 2029. So just completely irrelevant. I don't know why the Spurs need second-round picks all of a sudden. But uh, gotta prep for Pop's departure, dude. Yeah, I guess second round picks though, man. Dude, seventh grade is probably crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah. ass seventh graders. I I hope so. Um, Josh Richardson to the Pelicans, I love. Um, I think the Pelicans benefit from that so much. They get so good from that. Just adds the depth because they've kind of been injury prone. He's a vet. Um, he's a solid kind of 3 and D guy where he kind of plays the two instead of like the typical three, like the small forward 3 and D. He's kind of a two. Um, so I, I love that trade for them. What do you guys think? I think it'll be good too because Devontae Graham's kind of just like a offensive guy, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. I think they're fine with what they got with um, Zion and CJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like... I think it's going to be good for them just because when you – a healthy lineup for them, I'm not sure if he'll start, but you could have Josh, um, CJ. And if you don't have Josh, you probably go Herb Jones because he's probably yeah. the best defender. Either one of those two, then CJ, then B.I., and then oh, Zion, too. and then yeah. Valachunas. Uh-huh. Or you could even go small ball and put Zion at the five. Yeah. 
and then BI4, and then go Herb and Josh and CJ. Which I love. Yeah, no, it's gross to that's, think about. That's kind of similar to a Warriors death lineup. Yeah, 2K gonna go crazy. Yeah. So, but I love it for them because it takes off, honestly, it takes off a lot of pressure off of Herb and Trey Murphy mm-hmm. because they're, they're probably biggest role players that play a lot of minutes and have some defensive assignments. But when you get a guy like Josh who's experienced, shoots a three ball pretty well and can play defense, it just takes a lot of pressure off of those guys to where it's like sometimes those guys have to be the spark for CJ and Brandon Ingram because they're getting like their tougher matchups. So you have to take advantage of your taking on like the fourth best defender. Because Zion's going to do whatever Zion wants. For we, sure. We know that. But yeah. it's just going to be nice for CJ and BI to get a little bit more, like, I guess, mental, like, stress relief, I guess, come yeah. bigger games and stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, I do think come playoff time, if the Pelicans are healthy, they can make a deep run. Dark horse. All right, moving on. This one's kind of a little irrelevant, but it's my Thunder, so I'll... I'll say something. It's relevant. It's because of your thunder. <laughs> um, the Celtics received Mike Muscala from the Thunder, and we got Justin Jackson, who we already released. But we got two future second-round picks, you know, because that's a theme here. Um, I think that helps the Celtics a lot, and I think it's honestly very underrated for them. Um, Mike Muscala is nothing crazy, but he's, like, a guy that can really spread the floor. He's... If you watch the Lakers Thunder game, he had like five threes. <laughs> like, and he's, he's like, he's our, he was our starting center. So he's very solid. He's already kind of impacted the Celtics. He's not doing any, like, he doesn't put up any crazy numbers, but he's, he's doing really well for them. Um, he so fits I, into it. Really he fits well. into them. Because he just needed well. a body because uh-huh. Rob Will and Al Horford cannot stay healthy. Right yeah, now. and I do think Rob Will is more of a just straight defensive guy. Mike Muscala brings that, that offense uh, to them. Thunder basically got nothing, so let's just move on. <laughs> um, this one's hilarious. We've got a lot of reunions here. Um, the Clippers receive Eric Gordon from the Rockets, and more second-round picks, three of them. Uh, the Rockets received John Wall, who they just traded. Uh, they got Danny Green from the Grizzly, and then a protected pick swap. And then the Grizzlies received Luke Kennard. Con, what, what are your thoughts on this one? They did John Wall so dirty, dude. Absolutely disgusting. He was just on a podcast talking about the young guys <laughs> on the Rockets and did a nasty... Um, I like Eric Gordon on the Clippers. Just another kind of three ball guy that they need for sure. when he's on. Um, I think Danny Green got bought out. Did he? By the Rockets? I think so. I think somebody just It wouldn't shock up. me, honestly. I'm surprised they wouldn't buy out John Wall though. Dude, I you know what they want to see him suffer, yeah, man. You know what my theory is? Is that he was talking all that shit and they're like, Oh, we need someone like that. We need someone to teach him. <laughs> And John will he, know what it's teach no. him, though. Well, he was on the podcast saying that they wouldn't listen to his shit. That's why he wanted out. He was like, I'm not helping this team. Yeah. They don't want to listen to me. I do. Jan Green just wants to drop his 25 points on the worst efficiency in the league. Yeah. I mean, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to be in for a rude awakening, especially if they ever try and contend. But. I think John Wall stays at home, pulls a crowder. Dude, I don't know why I, I want to be play surprised. There. Yeah, this dude already 
tried to give it his whatever and was like, I don't know. I, I, I think that's like completely ridiculous and a little bit seems spiteful, but uh, I also think the Clippers just were going to move John Wall anyway and then the Rockets just happened to be like, yeah, we'll take him. Do you think um how much how much playing time do you think Luke Kennard gets? Um, I don't know. Cause is Desmond Bain hurt right now? Uh, I don't know about right now, but he has kind of been off and on. They because I feel like the big three has barely played any games together. Their big three, the yeah. John Morant, Bain, Bain, and Jaron. Yeah, that's just like I was thinking about it. Cause like you can't put in Luke for Brooks as much as I hate Brooks. Brooks yeah. defense, he's gonna take on the best offensive guy in the other unit. So he's really only going to take minutes away from Bain. But they're both going to be doing the same thing. Hit yeah. threes. I do think he can be a very solid six-man, though. That's true, too, I guess, yeah. Because um, he was kind of playing that role with the Clippers until they paid him big. Um, he, he eventually started moving out of the role, but um, he kind of was their six-man. And... It's pretty solid. So. Yeah, won a couple games for him. Yeah, so I do think he has the potential to play that role very well. Um, and I think that's why the Grizzlies kind of wanted that. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't think. I think they're riding off two defenders and trying to go for offense the rest of the way. Which, you know, can work both ways. Are um, they still fighting the West, though? <laughs> no. Yeah, John Morant. Started talking shit, and now he's, I don't know. He could have won before all these trades. Yeah, for real. He had like, they have, like, a losing record in the West or something. So funny. Yeah. I don't know. Since I feel like if, you, if you're talking shit, you got to back it up. Mm-hmm. He's, I think it's funny, though, that every, like, every podcast, every big sports media, like, dude, y'all talk like you've won. Yeah. You guys haven't won shit. Yeah, I know. That's it's the problem so with, like, kind of no veterans on that squad is they just, like, I'm sure Steven Adams doesn't, like, smack him I think shit. Steven just rides with the squad, dude. Yeah. On yeah, the, on the Thunder, he would just let... Shit. Yeah, he would just let... Back up who he needed to at the time. No, I mean... I think Such he's a just, neutral guy. Yeah. Gotta love him. I know. If you hate Steven Adams, I hate you. Honestly. <laughs> I'll back that up. <laughs> Call me Steven Adams. <laughs> um, yeah, I do like... Like Colin was saying, I do like Aaron Gordon to the Clippers, too. Um... To me, it's like the same thing as Luke Kennard, except he's more of a spot-up guy, whereas Luke Kennard really can create, kind of create a little more. Uh, so that's kind of interesting to me, uh, especially with, I don't know, Kawhi and PG are slowly coming back into it, but not by much. So I just wonder how the offense flows. Cause like, not that Kawhi and PG are slouches. I feel like they don't have like somebody truly like explosive-explosive. Yeah. I mean, no matter like Kawhi and PG will still poster people and everything like that, but yeah, like I think like their most explosive players now feels like it's Bones, mm-hmm. which is just weird to think about. That is weird because they're gonna be like they're straight up like a two way team. Like they'll play offense and defense. Yeah, and keep the games low scoring and stuff like that. It's just weird to think about when you look at every other team when there's like just an explosive, explosive guy. For sure, so it's just gonna be interesting come playoff time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm moving on to another four-team trade. Um, I only think one team won this uh, whole trade, but I'll take it. I don't know. <laughs> um, Not really. The seventy <laughs> the 76ers received Jalen McDaniels from the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. Um, 
and then two second round picks. Dude, what's up with these 2029 second round picks, dude? Bro, I'm telling Damn. you, seventh grade class is elite, dude. Dude, Ball what, am I, what am I missing? Second rounders, dude? You gotta though? go tune in, bro. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. if you think about it, though, like, I feel like second rounders will become more valuable in the future. Like, kids nowadays, like, are just developing so much faster. Yeah, but... Uh, Playing that what-if game I, w- right I was thinking that, too, but then I was thinking, like, okay. I feel like we expand, and then second rounders just go back to being completely pointless. You think so? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like the league will just, like, the league's, like... They'll, they'll be valuable for a little bit, and then once everything evens out again, they're just going to be... I mean, I guess that's fair. I don't know. It It, it is kind of... The second round pick thing, well, I guess we'll see. You know, in th- in 10 years, we'll see. Because they're so far away. Uh, the Hornets, with an absolute horrid trade, uh, they, re- they received V. Mikhail Luke. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah. No, he was a Kansas legend, bro. That's the only reason I know oh. how to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know where he was playing, honestly. Uh, and then two second round picks, the Hornets, just a horrible trade to me. Uh, the Trailblazers, um, received Cam Reddish from the Knicks, Matisse Thibel from the 76ers, Ryan Archie Diacono from, I think the Knicks, and then, uh, 2023 first round pick from the Knicks, and then the Knicks just got Josh Hart. Uh... You you said hot take. You think there's nah. you think there's multiple winners here. I think the Knicks one is because Cam Reddish. I wouldn't say they won. They got yeah. second. Well, I mean, but like he makes this. He said like only one team won though. But like I would say the Knicks won because you got rid of like not that like Cam's bad, but he wasn't going to develop in that system. Yeah, well, Thibodeau doesn't play anybody. No, that's what I'm saying though. But like Josh Hart and uh, Brunson have that connection too. That yeah, Villanova. Yeah, but like. Is Josh Hart even a starter? I don't know. He played good tonight. He had like 30. Oh, for Yeah. Damn. It's just like... Cause In front of Iggy, bro. It would... <laughs> no, Brunson did. Brunson had 40. I said Josh Hart had like 30. Oh, Josh Hart had 30 though also? In front of Iggy, bro. <laughs> this, is That's a, this is a family podcast, Colin. Well, I didn't say 40, nothing dude. out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Iggy, man, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, we're, we're done with this. But what like, what would the oh okay next real quick? What would that starting lineup look? It would be Brunson, Hart, Barrett, Randall, and then Mitch Robinson. That's a pretty fire lineup. Yeah, because Josh Hart plays defense, shoots the three and ball. That whole team is playing the whole game. Or that yeah, yeah. Right. Tib- Tib- Thibodeau doesn't sub at all. They don't have a horrible freaking bench. Oh, Quinn Grimes. Quinn Grimes. I forget about him. Yeah, all by top in. If oh, but when all by top in plays, though, he plays oh, pretty yeah. good. Well, yeah, they don't. I don't know. They just don't play anybody. I know, but <laughs> well, uh, who was it? Jericho Sims. There's other center. I don't know yeah. if he's in the starting lineup right now. Nah, Mitch, but he's kind of he's, he's bouncing explosive. from the G League and um, I'm trying to think of the the one dude, Richard. the foreign guy, the France, the French guy. Oh, um, is it Franquetia? Um, I don't know what you just said. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, it's so weird. It's Frank. <laughs> Like and no, not not even that dude. Frank Nilakina, nah, that dude's fine though. Um, did you say he's fine? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so much for a family pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, oh, dude, what's he was on the Celtics? 
Can't yeah, tell you. Anyways, it's, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gomez? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he got in the lineup, got like 29 minutes, had like a 30-point game. He was like, it was fun while it lasted because he knew he knows he was just going right to the bench. Damn. Dude, I'm so mad. I'm blanking his name. This it's is why I'm the Yeah, this is why I'm the Huh? It's not Evan Fournier, is it? Oh, dude, it's Evan Fournier. <laughs> That's who it is. Yeah, it's Evan Fournier. That's funny. Oh, dang it, man. I took so much brain power, man. <laughs> I, I was not even in the right area. I, I knew the country. That was it. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, back to the trade. Uh, the 76ers, also horrible trade. Um, they got Jalen McDaniels, who I don't think is a bad player, but... Matisse Thibault is just a better Jalen McDaniels. Um, you don't think Jalen has better offense? I mean, he has better offense, but I would say that's about it. And I do think the only reason they made that was because 76ers fans do get frustrated with Matisse because they don't. Because they, he doesn't shoot enough. Yeah, because he doesn't shoot enough or he doesn't shoot well. And it's kind of so like you're that. you're saying they Ben Simmons him. Yeah, they did. That's so wild. Yeah. Dude, the 76ers almost feel like a Laker Nick type fan culture where if players are fuck. toxic as fuck no, well they boo <laughs> their guys all the time no, like, dude, JJ Reddick talks about it all the time when yeah. he was there they play like shit they get booed yeah. it's a Philly thing yeah sad <laughs> shout out shout out the Eagles man <laughs> um, anyways yeah that I don't know kinda kinda confusing to me and they got some second round picks a 2029 20, one at that like what uh, the Hornets horrible trade um they didn't get I mean, I think they were trying to just get rid of players like Jalen McDaniels, which they did, but they didn't get anything in return. They got a twenty twenty three second round, which was you know, it's twenty twenty three, so it's relevant. But then they got a twenty twenty seven. And then via Mikhail Luke who doesn't like, play at all. Yeah. I mean he'll play for them because the Hornets. I didn't even know suck. who he was, so Hey man. Kansas legend. That's it though. That's why I don't know. <laughs> Dude, he has if look up his shot though, it is one of the prettiest shots you'll ever see. Really? Off a of catch and shoot, yeah. It's mesmerizing. That's all I can say about him though. Other than that, he's just like pretty average. He was on the Lakers for a little bit, I'm pretty sure, and just like Sounds about right, dude. They're yeah. willing to take anybody that can shoot this uh-huh. ball. Yeah, I mean it wasn't very good. Uh the Trailblazers though, I think win this handedly, this trade. They got Matisse Thibel for pretty much nothing, uh, to give out. And they got a first-round pick. Finally a first-round pick. Yeah. They got Cam Reddish, who I do think, as we mentioned before, can have a good opportunity there and an actual opportunity. I do think the Hawks screwed him over by drafting him. I think they threw him in kind of early. And then the Knicks just weren't even playing him. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Ryan Archie Diacono, uh, I think it's funny because he was also a Nova legend with Josh Hart and Mm Jalen Brunson, but uh, he got traded, so shout out Nova, man. No more New New York. (laughs) Got all the Nova people going to New York except for Diak now, but he's solid. Um, I don't, he's not very good anymore uh, because he's undersized and not great defensively, but I do think he plays the backup role very well. Um, And they got a first-round pick from New York, so... That's great. And then the Knicks received Josh Hart, who apparently dropped 30 in front of Iggy. So yeah, I don't blame him, though. Big, big. <laughs> of course, big. he has to show out, man. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, 
yeah, you guys have any other thoughts on this trade? No, it really only helped a few guys, but like two teams really. Yeah. Con. Just like the move for the Blazers. Yeah. Kind of, kind of as we've been talking. Um, here's one that's kind of relevant. Um, the Hornets received uh Reggie Jackson in a 2028 second round pick. Uh, because they need that. Uh, the only reason this is kind of notable is Reggie Jackson. Uh, is being bought out, and the rumors or that I've seen, not rumors, I guess reports is that he's going to go to the Nuggets, and I love that for the Nuggets. I was, I was saying that they needed to trade for a backup point guard, and they did. He's it's beautiful. I'm <laughs> Don't be capping. Honestly, though, I like that move for the Clippers, though, too. Yeah, Mason Plumlee already has been making a big impact for them. Yeah, like he's playing good on the Hornets, and then you get other players that are a little bit more capable defensively around him mm-hmm. and he's willing to take like smarter risks yeah. whereas all of his risks before just feel like they weren't like there he's helping out his team too much whereas now he can play his role a, little, a lot better for sure i do think one thing i will give the hornets credit is they did trade all their actual trade tradable play, players tradable players but they to me they just didn't get anything they didn't get enough return yeah like future future second round picks but <laughs> not gonna change anything it's not gonna you. change anything like good for them do they own do they, i bet they I just trade like they, them back out though yeah i feel like they own all their picks though too I think yeah why no, they do because they're going to be asked for like the next two yeah. years I, I wonder if they get victor but that would be like so weird dude the nba is gonna like pull some scandalous shit and not allow that why dude that'd be good for the hornets hornets are like one of the lowest market teams dude it's just not happening you think so? I don't know. If the NBA is rigged, we'll we'll find out. Because it's either the Pistons, I'm pretty sure, or the Hornets. I think the Pistons probably the most. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they already have a squad, dude. We're gonna see the Pistons come back. Victor goes there. They have Cade Cunningham, who's been injured all year, but he'll come back. They'll have a squad. So that means you gotta flip James Wiseman again, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or they let him develop. He's the backup. I don't know. Um, we'll move on to probably the biggest trade of the whole deadline, which happened at like 1 a.m. Um, I did not realize the Nets received this much uh, picks, but anyways, we'll get into it. The Suns receive Kevin Durant and TJ Warren, uh, and then the Nets received Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Juan Pablo, I don't know, never mind. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> a 2023 first round pick from Phoenix, a 2025 first round pick from Phoenix, a 2027 first round pick, a 2028 first round swap, 2028 second round pick, a 2029 first round. What is up, bro? That's crazy. Jeez. Looking at it. Uh, and then a 2029 second round pick. Because <laughs> they need enough. Um, the. Bucks received Jay Crowder from the Suns, and then the Pacers received George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan Nwora. Right? Yeah, okay. that's right. Uh, three future second round picks, probably twenty twenty nine, and then cash consideration. Uh, I did not realize the Pacers had a solid trade out of that. I didn't yeah. know Serge was still in the league. Yeah, role player, bro. Yeah, 
I thought he was just a free agent waiting. Um, the big one is Kevin Durant, pretty much. What do you guys think about it? I, yeah, let's hear let's hear it from the Bandwagon Suns fan. <laughs> All right, fan. he's a D book fan. Um, really, yeah, just, uh, it'll be interesting because Mikael and Cam gave you a lot of depth. Yeah. Um, and with Kevin, crazy superstar power, but the depth really isn't there. Mikael Bridges is like, <clears throat> if you think three and D, it's Mikael Bridges. So it's tough, but that starting five for the Suns is going to be insane. Yeah. Just one if they stay healthy and if they can put up enough to win with the bench in. Mm-hmm. The Nets, um, I don't think it's – I think it's pretty good still. Like, yeah, you give up Kevin Durant, but they were kind of falling apart anyways. And then McHale and Cam will be solid for a while, and then you got a shit ton of first-round picks. Then if the Suns aren't good anymore, like if everybody leaves, that 29, 28 mm-hmm. will probably be really nice. That, that's one that will actually be relevant. Like that 2029 and 2028 first round pick yeah. could be very relevant, just like the Nets Celtics trade back back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I don't know, the, the Suns are going to probably pull a freaking Rams. Chris Paul is going to retire. KD's. He's got four years still, but yeah. he could want to trade. Could slump out, could want to trade because he wants to try know, to ring it. chase more. Uh, so that is a good point. I didn't even think of that. And, yeah, I think Mikhail and Cam just get better, especially if they get a bigger role now. Mm-hmm. I think they just get better. Yeah, I mean, they've already been playing pretty solid together. Oh, yeah. It's been fun to watch them. Um, Rick, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? So first thing, um, I'm immediately a Suns hater. I will happily say that. He's a KD hater first. KD, 80s two, Chris Paul's three. Chris Paul does not deserve a ring. All right, I'll say that right now. Have you seen the memes where it's like, if I'll never forgive KD if he gets Chris Paul a ring. Yeah, dude, that's how I feel about it, dude. I do not want these motherfuckers to win at all. But... It is a good trade for this for the Suns because there's like in the playoffs there's times where like they would double debug. Chris Paul can't create his own shot. Eight and soft, and so like getting that getting that KD guy. Sorry, I'm kind of going off on your. No, there's a lot of fire behind it. I hear it. (laughs) But um, getting getting KD helps a lot because now debug's not gonna get doubled. Chris Paul still one of the best floor generals in the game. They'll get him to their spots, and um the. Is T- would TJ Warren start for you guys then, I think? Uh, he might. I saw because... a potential one, but I also saw Tony Craig starting. Oh, Tory Craig. Okay. Or, yeah, Tory Craig, sorry. No, that makes sense. Too. He's been playing pretty well, too. But, yeah, um, yeah so your starting lineup's going to be fire. It's mm-hmm. going to piss me off, but I'm really hoping. <laughs> yeah. The starting lineup bench, is crazy. That bench flops for y'all. But, yeah. um, no, it's a good move. I think the Suns needed to make this move because... The playoff window was going to shrink, and it opened it up for at least two more years, given what KD wants to do, what Chris Paul wants to do, what everybody wants to do. For sure. And then the Nets, I do love the trade because Kyrie kind of messed everything up for them this year. Yeah. And I think it was only fair for them to get KD out, especially somewhere he wanted to be. And this is looking like a 2.0 version of that D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen. Like, that group, like, 
compared to this group, they have a they have a unit because mm-hmm. they got Dinwiddie, Cam Thomas, Cam Thomas. Yeah, Cam Thomas. <laughs> they blossom yeah, him right correctly. Let, let's say Cam Thomas again, dude. Dude, like he's been going crazy. Yeah, and I just think, and then you got Cam, Dorian Finney, mm-hmm. Nick Claxton. Everyone's young in this group, which yeah. is great. And all these draft picks are gonna start coming in perfectly. And Michael could develop into something crazy because mm-hmm. I know he's been a huge defensive guy. But if you give him the chance chance to play offense, like he was averaging like twenty when mm-hmm. he was, when he had to like be a huge part of the offense with Debo being out for sure. So it'd be exciting for them. And then the Pacers, or actually no, actually I want to talk about the Bucks. They got Jay Crowder. They just basically replaced PJ Tucker. Yeah, that's yeah. what so I thought too. Jay Crowder's just a little more efficient and will shoot the three ball, mm-hmm. which would be good and bad for them. Yeah, depending he, on the he's, night. He's uh. Not crazy efficient. Like I would say PJ Tucker and him are about the same, but I do think uh Jay Crowder does still add the element of three point. Yeah. PJ Tucker was so low volume three point shooting. He was he was solid, but it was very low volume. No, I see what you're saying. And then the Pacers, I think I think they're just trying to develop their younger guys. Yeah. Giving them some vets to help them get advice George Hill for Halliburton. Sergi Baca for or like do they get a small forward in that trade? I think Jordan no or like, is. regardless for like Benedict and then Serge maybe give Turner some more advice. But that team's in an interesting spot too because they're not exactly tanking because they want to compete, but they're not ready at all to yeah. compete. Yeah, they're kind of in the position of the Thunder where like they could make the playoffs, wouldn't really do anything, but uh still some missing pieces. Oh dude. SGA could go dumb crazy in the playoffs. Too. Yeah, true, but I don't I don't think we really have the playoff experience quite yet. No, but probably not. That's for a different podcast. <laughs> um Yeah, I do think uh I do think the Suns get crazy good, but one one of my concerns is that they just don't have uh any depth. Um because everybody's been injured. Like you think of their two best players coming off the bench. I mean, it's either TJ Warren or Toy Craig are probably the leaders, but you have um Landry Shamet who's been injured quite a bit and then you have a uh, campaign. Campaign who's also been injured quite a bit. Already with KD not even healthy yet, you have Chris Paul who's had uh health issues in the past. Um to me, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're gonna make a run, but I don't think they're really gonna like get over the get over the hump, and that's gonna kind of kill them. Um, but it's gonna benefit the Nets, and I do feel like the Nets maybe not right now won that, but I do think in the when we look at it from everything, they're gonna win it. Yeah, until the Suns win a chip, they don't win that trade. I, in my book. I mean, I even think yeah, because like you were saying, I do think uh, Mikel Bridges goes can develop crazy they have cam thomas like they have all these just like crazy good um role players and then you have like underrated offensive guys Young with spencer studs. dinwiddie yeah, spencer cam nice. thomas like those dudes are those dudes are hoopers yeah so i do think they get crazy good they can space everything out you got all these three and d with cam johnson mikhail um freaking whoever else dude they got a whole Bunch of three and D small forwards That's now. That's great. They have so much depth. It's gross. Yeah, they did get um, 
a lot of um, a lot of first round picks too. And I didn't even think Malcolm had a great point, but I do think the first round picks in the future will become something because the Suns kind of traded everything for this, and if it doesn't work out um, in that six year span, they're probably gonna suck. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. We, I kind of agree. Bucks trade Crowder. Uh, I didn't even realize. I love the Pacers trade actually. Um, I do think it brings in great uh, veteran help to a very, very young, <coughs> excuse me, very young team. Uh, I did not realize they got all that. I knew they got George Hill, um, but I like Serge Ibaka there. Um, so I do, I do think that's underrated for the Pacers. Yeah. Um, that was everything, dude. That was a lot, though. That was, that was a lot. Second round picks went around like just like here's yeah. that, here's that, no, here's yeah. that. I bet it just keeps getting worse. I bet they just flip them again. And oh, again. yeah, for sure. Second round picks are gonna be completely relevant, but uh, yeah, kind of a kind of a crazy trade, de- trade deadline. There's gonna be a lot of uh, other stuff with player buyouts, um, coming up, and that's gonna affect a lot of affect a lot of uh things coming up um so i don't know what do, what do you guys think about everything do you feel like oh there were uh one more thing we do have to talk about is the raptors i mean we kind of raptors brought it up and the bulls not doing shit yeah didn't do anything <laughs> um, bulls needed it too bulls, i didn't even think about the bulls yeah they either needed to blow up or like do something to get another player mm-hmm. and the fact that and the Heat are actually in that same boat because they didn't do anything either. Yeah. But the Heat were kind of stuck. But um, it's just weird that the Bulls didn't trade Zach Levine yeah. or Demar to like a contender mm-hmm. or like. What if it was Demar for AD? Well, Demar and um, Vooch for AD and some other pieces Ooh, to make I would it work. Love that. Yeah. There's no floor spacing though. Same thing. No three pointers. Because I mean, DeMar's ball handling. They got offense at least, dude. I mean, yeah, but AD's like... not on the court. Vooch yeah. is there. I would have rather had Zach for Russ and, like... Because Lonzo was gonna put, not playing this year. Like, Yeah, one thing that is interesting is Zach has seemed like he's kind of wandered out or he's caused locker room problems. So I, I do... He's been on a little heater lately, though. Yeah, dude. no, I mean, I and think so he's... like, I don't blame him. His three-point percentage and everything, it's just he's been balling out lately. Yeah. He's getting healthy... He's still got bunnies like no other. And I just, sure. it's tough for him because I feel like he wants to be a part of like a, 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 a good system, not yeah. like a, like, let's go out there and hoop type of thing. I think mm-hmm. he wants to be a part of a system. Yeah. And he just hasn't been capable to be a part of one. Yeah. Unfortunately. I do think the Bulls might need a new head coach. That too. Um, just to kind of get everybody on the same page. Is he your boy though? Yeah, but I don't think he was really that good. True. Fair um, he basically just said, Russ, do your thing. The one time I think Billy he did... Billy Donovan, right? Yeah. Sorry. The one time I think he did anything good was when we traded everybody and then had, like, CP with, like, that... Oh, yeah. Kind of scrapyard that nobody's in... Uh, well, not nobody's. Like, Lou Dort was, you know, a defensive stud, but wasn't anything... All offensively, um, we were, we were just kind of weren't there yet, uh, but somehow snuck into the playoffs and then gave the Rockets a run for their money. Um, so, uh, 
uh, I do. That's I mean he's he's alright, but I don't think he's really. He's kind of a like you said like let's just hoop. You know, there's not really many plays or yeah. a lot of development. I think it's just like let the players do what they want. Yeah, watching some bowl games, they just feel like they just go out there and hoop, almost like the yeah. Rockets, except they're just better. For sure. And then, I don't know, dude. I want the Raptors. The Raptors have to have a crazy offseason. Yeah. Please. I don't know how they're going to do that, but. I don't, like, even if it's, if it's signing and then trading, yeah. I don't care what they do, but yeah. they need to do something because they have all these pieces that, like, they, they're not elite enough to win together, but they make other teams elite. Yeah, Raptors could be the biggest loser of the trade deadline if they completely, like, fold in the offseason. Yeah. Not, just... not signing anybody, not sign and trade anybody. Uh, I do think they, they do not benefit from that whatsoever. No, at all. It's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. You guys got any other, any other thoughts wrapping it up? Just a no. Suns hater. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Just Suns hater. You've been a Suns hater forever since well, you found out. I guess I don't, it's because I don't want. Nah, it's because I want Chris Paul to win. I really don't. Man's had plenty of chances. Is there a reason for the slander on Chris Paul? He had Lob City. Huh? He had Lob like the Clippers. Uh, like you just there's there's a lot of scenarios where I feel like Chris Paul's had good teams. He gets hate for that though. No, I just don't think if, I don't think he deserves to win now. Like getting KD pisses me off, and KD can't lead. Like KD left the KD couldn't win with the fucking Thunder. Joins the Warriors, wins two, and understand he got Finals MVP and everything like that. But he wasn't the first like priority to take out. Steph was. Yeah. And I mean, and you go to the Nets, you get a big three there. You guys can't stay healthy. Kyrie's problematic. KD himself can't stay healthy. I mean, so, on paper. I don't think that squad was going to work out anyways. Like, when you think about it, like, it doesn't make sense how yeah. it worked out. But you just, the thought process was they're going to outscore whoever they play. But um, he's been a part of his fourth super team. And when he's had to lead, he can't get it done. I mean, I would say there are a few other players who are also on super teams. Who have been on multiple. Like, I would say LeBron's been on a few. But okay, the only you've ever seen him in LeBron though. LeBron's always the leader, LeBron, and he's won. Everywhere. Yeah, but he's he's also done free agency stuff. So like, I can't like get so mad at it. I forget but... you're kind of a KD guy though too. Huh? Aren't you a KD guy? No, not really. I just I don't know. I do think some of the some of that hate is just like I mean I'm a Thunder fan, so he fucking broke my heart. But um, <laughs> and I'll never forgive him for that. But I do think uh, some of the hate he gets is like that man just like literally wants to hoop, like, kind of learning more about the dude just, like, through the podcast, through his podcast and stuff. That dude just, like, wants to hoop, and, like, I feel like we, like, slander him for, like, wanting to win, you know? Like, isn't that kind of the point, you know? Mm-hmm. It's his job. Yeah. Like, I understand that, but, like, I just feel like um, there's, there's so many other ways to go about it. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Like, the, the Nets thing was a little frustrating. Well, the no, not true. The Warriors thing really pissed me off. Warriors thing pissed me off. Because we off. literally were up 3-1 on that team. 3-1. And we couldn't pull it out. Fuck Clay Thompson. <laughs> um, couldn't pull it out. And then, like, we kind of just ended from there. So, And then he goes to the Warriors, the team we should have beat, which kind of just pisses me off. 
Do you think you guys would be the Cavs team, though? Dude, I do. Really? If we... All we had to do was beat the Warriors. I agree. All we had to do. Like, playing the whole what-if game, though, too. I, like, the Warriors shouldn't have lost to the Cavs, either. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, you, could, you, should, you could argue the West should have won that year, no matter who oh, came out of it. Agreed. Like, well, what's crazy is the Spurs were a 50-win team that year, and we beat them pretty handily. Uh, and then we played the Warriors. We're up 3-1. Like, to me, I was like, this is, this is our moment. Yeah. yeah. Not I would have loved to see a LeBron KD finals. Oh, dude. Again. Same. Again, yeah. Especially a little more even one where they're, like, the same age and stuff. Or, you know. Developed. Yeah. KD's developed, and he's not, like, you know, a fourth-year guy. No, somehow true. snuck into the finals, but um, yeah, I that could be another topic though. We'll, uh, playoff predictions. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get into some playoff predictions here soon, but um, we'll wrap it there. That was the crazy uh, trade deadline news that we had to talk about. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.